A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello guys and welcome to this week's episode of the Phonebox podcast with me Emma Conway. We have an episode that I know a lot of you have been waiting for when I posted. I interviewed him on Instagram. You're all really excited. It's Gareth from Hunsnet, which was recorded about a month or so ago. So I hadn't seen Madonna by then and we all know now she was fantastic. But it is a really, really fun episode. Hunsnet is an amazing pop culture account. It's memes, it's funny, it's nostalgic. It is just everything that we love all wrapped up in an Instagram account. So I highly recommend you go and follow Hunsnet. It is just phenomenal. And also, warning, this has a very rude story in. And this story made me cackle so much. And I'm... I was laughing because I was thinking of my dad listening to this episode, laughing at the story, and then phoning him up in a few hours going, that was a funny story. So I really, really hope you enjoy this episode. And also, at the end, I'll chat about a little event I'm hosting online soon that hopefully some of you will come to. Enjoy. Hello, Gareth, and welcome to the Phone Box podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. You are one of my favourite accounts on Instagram. Oh, that's very, very kind to hear. I brought some small change so we can speak for ages. I've got some 20 pence pieces, I've got some 10 pence pieces. <laughs> have you got a 50p? Have you got a 50p? <laughs> no, it, uh, we're not, it's not payday yet, hon, so... <laughs> I was just asking you the year you were 14 and I was shocked because you look so young. Oh. I thought you I literally thought you were in your 20s. So I'm absolutely over the moon to hear that you are, in fact, a little bit older. When were you 14? I was 14 in 1996. So everyone's going to need to do the maths now. I'm 41 that is now. Yeah. Cr- 96. I feel, I've said it before, 95, <laughs> 96, 97, cracking years. I think anything around the birth of the Spice Girls... I think that that is definitely a, a significant time, particularly in people of our age's lives. You know, I think that for, for what I do with Hunsnet, whenever anybody asks me about what are the Hun years, I always say from, you know, the birth of the Spice Girls, I think that that's when Hun started right up until last Wednesday. Do you know what I mean? I, what is the definition of a Hun? It's a tricky one, but if you know, you know. I think you're a hun. Do you, would you consider yourself a hun? Oh my god, I consider myself a hun. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna change my bio on everything because they a certified hun. Um, yeah, I, I, we, I, when I met you, I said, I've got Tracy Beaker coming on soon. She's a hun. I would yeah. say it's so weird, isn't it? So we could go into the ins and outs of it. Of you know, I wrote a book on it last year. Fundamental yeah. Guide to Life, available in shops now. Yeah. <laughs> and. Um, it's really weird because I think being a Hun means different things to different people. For me, being a Hun is a really, really vibrant group chat, really fun situations, scrapes that I get into with my friends, a genuine love and celebration for females because they've been a massive part of, of my, you know, sort of formative years. You know, being a, a young gay guy growing up in uh, in South Wales, it was pretty tough at times. And and where I get all my hun things from are the, are the, are the girls that sort of 
raised me oh, and, and I love stuff like that. that. So, so I, you know, because when with with Hunsnet, for anybody um, who follows the account, you know, it's a six foot four bald man who runs this account, and you know, a lot of the material content, so to speak, is female centric. And sometimes, you know, before I sort of outed myself about who was making these memes, it was one of those things that I was really a little bit nervous about, you know, that people might find out that it's a 41-year-old six-foot-four bald man who looks a bit like a bouncer making memes about, you know, jeans and a nice top. But for me, it's it's a real it's a real love letter to to females. Like I've, you know, I love women, not you know, in sexually, but uh, yeah, but, and but, everything I think you do, even if you're taking the mick a bit, yeah. is done with love. I yeah. think it's all done with like love. Yeah. And I think to go back to the question about what is a hun, it, it's, it's you know, if you're a hun, you've got a good heart. You don't mind getting the piss taken out of you. You can take the piss out of others. You know, if someone's boyfriend has broken up with them, you're the first one round there with a bottle of cheap wine from the news agents. 100%. It's, I think there's so many facets to it. And then obviously you can be like a literal hun. So you can have a live, love, laugh photo frame on, on, yeah. on the mantelpiece. You can rock a jeans and a nice chart. I've got a pumpkin spice candle going in the background. I think that's probably a bit hun, isn't it? That is. And what I <laughs> what I like about hun culture is is how seasonal it is, you know, because Halloween just wasn't a thing before. And obviously there's the... <laughs> Amer- look, look at my top. It's a Halloween top. <laughs> Wearing a Halloween top. Not even October yet. <laughs> oh, just joke, from September the 1st. Yeah, I mean, this episode will probably air afterwards. So yeah, it's Halloween. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to come around and egg your house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so seasonal. I'm there for all, all the seasons. I absolutely. But your bedroom, when you were 14, did you have any posters up? I find this is a good indication of a person. Yes, I absolutely did. Until we had our bedroom decorated. So um, I come from a family um, of five children. We had a terraced house in um, Pontypool in South Wales. And as the boys got older, I shared with my brother Kyle, there was a big, big bedroom that we shared. And then as the younger children needed their own bedroom, they, they, we sort of did a dividing wall sort of thing and had it all redecorated. So before the dividing wall went up, I had loads and loads of posters up. After the dividing wall went up with a fresh new wallpaper that I was allowed to choose, it was, yeah. it was well, you know, it's it's one of those things where you're like, not on the wallpaper! Not on, did you have a dado rail? We absolutely did have a dado oh, rail. Gosh, you had a, da- gosh, you had a dado rail. <laughs> of course, nice. nice bit of wallpaper and a dado rail. Stripes on the bottom, pattern on the top. I was obsessed with Coca-Cola. Oh, right, okay. Not, not, not the, not even the drink. I've never really drank Coca Cola. Our bedroom was Coca Cola themed, so so, so the stripes on the bottom were black and white and <laughs> uh, and red, and then on the top, then there were these little cartoon characters of a Coke can with sunglasses on. What? Lovely. Did you have a giant? empty coke bottle that you put coins in of course yeah my boyfriend turned up when he moved in with me 20 years ago turned up with that under his arm got oh, the coke bottle. i think i think it's i think definitely everyone in our age group will know somebody or have had a, a, a giant coke bottle full of two pp two penny pieces yeah. that no one ever cashed in no and if you did it'd be 10 pound yeah you take it into asda you pour it in the, the shame <laughs> the shame of carrying around a, a shrapnel filled coke bottle <laughs> They used to put the Coke logo on anything those days. You know, the pencil case you had. Yo-yos. Did you have the yo-yos? Yo-yos. There was a clock we had. It was literally like Coca-Cola <laughs> meltdown. Crazy. Do you like a Coke now? Because I love a Diet Coke. Only when I'm hanging. Oh, right, okay. Only when I'm hanging. So it's like a LucasAid would be my first yeah. go-to original. And what I don't like recently is... Obviously, the cost of living, we all know that. Don't want to bring the mood down. But the, these bottles have got much more expensive and they're, they're not as big as they used to no. be. And I'm like, I need a big, big bottle of Lucasade when I'm. A big bottle I'm of on. filthy Lucasade, like what your mum used to give you when you were ill. Exactly. Do you remember? Did you ever go swimming to the leisure centre and they used to have Lucasade sweets? They were like. Um... They're like chalk. They were just like chalk mm. and it ended up like Lucasade talc in your mouth. 
Yeah. And you think, yeah. oh, this is gonna, this is like what well, I've, I've been swimming. I need this to bring my energy back up. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna turn me into. Uh, I can't think of a famous Duncan swimmer. Goodhue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna go Tom Daly. I know. We got back yeah. in the past, Duncan Goodhue. Oh, um, yeah, I do remember them. I feel like they were like isotone or some sort of. Yeah, we were like, yeah. yeah, yeah, isotonic, yeah. isotonic. <laughs> and also, whilst we're on the subject of le- le- leisure centre catering, did you did you ever have a a cup? It was like a, it was like a dispensing cup where you could get soup. At the leisure centre. machine, of course I did. Gonna... 25p. Oh, oh, a nice chalky soup. <laughs> we actually got one put in our school and we used to get like hot chocolates for like 15p and they were absolutely rotten. Oh, just water God. with like sediment. So before the dado rail, what kind of posters were up? Did you have um, boy bands, girl bands? Who, who? Oh, I was obsessed with Eternal. <gasps> um, Louise. Oh, baby. Oh, um, um, Louise Redknapp. Yeah. Oh, Louise. He's nerding as she yeah, was. Look, as she was back in the day. So I was obsessed with them. And actually thinking back, I'm cringing now because my neighbours, you know, obviously terrace houses were next to each other. My neighbours must have heard me singing along, a 14-year-old in their bedroom <laughs> singing along at Christmas to Eternals, I am blessed. <laughs> and I am blessed. <laughs> oh, I am cringing. I am cringing. I used to think, I, I used to dress like Eternals, so I'd have like big like wood boots with the wood in the bottom, like suit bottoms like a bomber jacket but like I didn't look like Louise Re- I didn't really carry it off I weren't I weren't an Esther I just looked like a bit of I don't know I don't know what it looked like I met them a couple of times back in the day because I used to follow boy bands and wherever oh, a boy you? band was eternal they were there they they did a lot of support of the boy bands didn't they at the time yeah, yeah. which is daft because we as girls we didn't really want to see eternal no because we did we thought well they all fancy them and yeah in fact, didn't they all end up like mar- like somebody married keith and so- yeah I'm sure they married some boys on or shane or someone yeah i think it was vernie who married no no it's esther who married Sh- yeah. shane quite quickly and then you always had, and then you had Kelly. Not sure she married anyone of the boy band stable. One of them went out with Worlds Apart. I don't know if you remember Worlds Apart. Yeah. But one of them went out with one of Worlds yes. Apart. Yeah. And I was raging. And obviously Louise with Jamie. And they did the Thomas Cook. Yeah. And he oh, was. He was gorgeous. Still is. With his floppy head. Oh, lovely. Lovely. My friend went on holiday and I think she saw him in like, I don't know, his dad, I think his dad might have had a restaurant and he was there. Oh, it was, oh. oh, so envious. Okay, so at school, what kind of school did you go to and where were you in the hierarchy? Oh, in the school in the hierarchy. So I um, I went to, uh, we're talking secondary school, yeah. So I went to a place yeah. called Trevethan Comprehensive School, which isn't there anymore. Uh, it's a housing estate, which I'm sure lots of schools from back of the day were. School for me was a bit of a weird one because during that time, uh, you know, Back, even back in the 90s and I think it's 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 a good conversation to be having in this day and age you, you know it wasn't easy for for me to come out of the closet you know being completely honest it was it was it was quite tough really I came from a family and a town which is very much built around the rugby club and everything like that yeah. proper Gavin and Stacey vibes do you know what I mean yeah it was something which I really really found difficult to do but was quite obviously a raging gay boy, do you know what I mean? I mean, the eternal would have given <laughs> yeah, it away. <laughs> yeah, me walking in, me walking in with Spice Girl trainers. Um, and um, yeah, so it was it was a bit of a juxtaposition really because because obviously I'm presenting as straight, but you know, really I know that that that, that I like the boys. Um, so it was a bit of a tricky one, um, you know, back in the day kids, Kids, kids can be quite cruel. Yeah, <laughs> I can imagine. But, you know, I'm not advocating for violence here or anything like that. But being a six foot four, um, you know, I learned to look after myself, you know, yeah. pretty quickly. So, yeah, it was it was a bit of a it was a bit of a it was a bit of a tough time, really, to be honest. But but the music of Eternal saw me through. Kept you, you kept <laughs> you going. You were like, what when Louise left, though? I uh, bet you were like, oh, no, yeah, I was like, going to do what? now. I just remember being a y- of a young age, 12, 13, um, and doing the full Beauty and the Beast moment, looking around and being like, there must be more than this provincial life. Uh, and yeah, I was, I've was i been obsessed with London since I was like really, really young. And it was like a dream of mine to sort of yeah. to, to move to London and make it there. And yeah, it was, I, I sort of made moves pretty soon when I was about 16 to sort of jog on um, and say goodbye to Wales. I mean, I love Wales. I mean, when I go back now, it's 
it's a complete I look and I look at it under different eyes but at the time yeah. it was a case of get me to the city so you moved when you were 16 to London no it was a bit of a journey really so um it's gonna open a can of worms um yeah uh-huh. I, I left I left South Wales and then ran away to become a Pontian's blue coat well, you're not the first person we've had on here oh, that, really? that, 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 that was like a, a blue coat no we had another and he worked with Rosie Ramsey I don't know if it's Pontins or Haven or oh it would have oh. so yeah Rosie's a friend of mine so me and Rosie yeah so his name's Lou Lewis um, yes from two, yeah, yeah. two dads of London yes Lou. Yeah. yeah he I don't know if he was Pontins or yeah what, yeah Lewis was of... Lewis was on oh. my team no way yeah, yeah Lewis was on my team and now we're managed by the same people oh. yeah so... what a small world oh my gosh how long we I love blue coats and red coats and all them lot yeah so I was at Pontins for seven years so I left I think it, I think I got there in like late 1999 or early 2000s I can't remember and yeah it was brilliant uh, but <laughs> full full disclosure I lied on my application form oh, uh, really? because you had to be 18 to do it and I because yeah. I was you know later on in the year my birthday's in June I was like I don't want to spend another year here I want to no. I want to go and be an idiot at the seaside yeah. um so I lied on my application form <laughs> which I wouldn't recommend to anybody I mean this was the it, 90s the <laughs> 90s you could get away with yeah. anything because now they'd be like well can we see like some form of idea and then they were like yeah come on yeah just come in yeah <laughs> you can work so I actually spent my 18th birthday pretending to be 19 <laughs> um which was which is something which was fun um but I'd heard Shane Ritchie had done it as well you know and he was yeah. obviously the um you know the the, the figurehead of of being a Ponte blue coat at the time and yes yeah, so I ran away to Pontins and had an amazing time um and I was there for seven years uh you know I rose up the ranks had you know, Rosie was on my team Lewis was on my team and we had a riot we had a riot what a small world yeah. he said it was quite hedonistic and it was there was quite a lot going on it sounds yeah. ace yeah you know it was it there was a lot of booze tequila rose was kind of our drink at the time and now it's yeah. come back round it's it just it Seeing it all the time takes me back to to, to being a blue coat at, at Pontins. It's just crazy. And oh. I, I think it's mental as well that, you know, uh, Lewis is doing his thing and Rosie, obviously, Rosie has just gone stratospheric with what she's yeah. doing. And we all we all were blue coats together. Um, subsequently, after I left Pontins, uh, Rosie and I went to work in Greece together. The country, not the musical. Um, <laughs> However, I think you both were great in the yeah, musical. Yeah, I just see myself as a lovely Rizzo. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we um, we went and worked out in Rhodes together for a couple of years. So no yeah, I spent a lot of time with Rosie back in the day. And then when I see her at different things now, like I, I messaged her, we were at the NTAs the other week and obviously she's down sat in the nominees and I'm sat up yeah. in one of the boxes. Um, and DJ Opsy's Hey Baby came on. Yeah, and I messaged her. I was because I I couldn't see it because my eyesight's not that good. I was like, "Does it take you back to the fun factory?" <laughs> uh, and and I forgot to tell her that I was there. And she was like, "Babe," she was like, "I've just left." She went, "I'm I'm in the posh bath in the hotel." She was like, "I'm just doing one." I've gone. Yeah. I'm having a rest with the kids. I'm having a break. Um, so we established that you like to turn or you like Spice Girls. What other kind of music were you into? It was really weird because I think the '90s. Um, <laughs> there was a time when I thought that I liked grip and I think I liked Oasis at one time you know I think it was, I think it was like led by what was going on at the time because if you remember there was the whole big chart battles and all and it, so you were you were on Oasis side I am yet to find one single person that was on Blur side yeah. and, which, and they won how did they win makes no sense I know yeah so I like I like that I really liked I really liked dance music as well like um a lot of the particularly you know early early years of, of working at Pontins we would be surrounded by this commercial cheesy music all the time and then we would go to <laughs> we'd go to the nightclubs in Southport where where we were what, what what were they called um something like the Baja Beach Club or something like that they always have like the one in Butlins is Jumping Jack yeah they always have like real dodgy names <laughs> yeah but they had this beach themed bar in Southport um which was stocked floor to ceiling with every V it must have been sponsored by VK and it was really ahead of its time, really, because they had they had this big video screen in there, and the, it was quite an interactive bar. And they used to do like challenges; it was quite big. Um, and for a crate of silver VK, now bear in mind that they would follow you round with a camera that would be live streamed into. Oh, lovely! Yeah, it was a very Big Brother. So I would get they, for a crate of VK. 
Oh my God, what did you do? I had to go round to the chippy next door. Uh, and they were following you with a camera. With a, with a camera. I think it was still on a wire, like put through the window. <laughs> um, and I had to walk in. <laughs> I had to walk in to the, to the bar with the crack yeah. of my ass out saying, I want I want a fritter, but not at my shitter. <laughs> For a crate of silver VK. <laughs> Oh God, the night <laughs> the nineties and noughties were wild. Oh God. Oh, I bet they cheered in that club. Oh, well, I got the VK, put it that way. I was like, you get a VK, you get a VK, you get a VK. Oh. VK was also disgusting. It wasn't even a nice drink. It wasn't, but you know what we used to do at Ponson's because this is how I know, like this is how I chart inflation is when I was at Ponson's, it was five VKs for a tenner. Yeah, and what we never get that now. No, no. Um, and we would on a fr- we would get paid on a Friday, so at eleven fifty nine on a Thursday. Bear in mind we were on about ninety six pound a week at that time. Um, we would we would hit the cash point. There'd be a queue of of, of Ponson staff at the cash point, and we'd literally just smash all our wages on the Thursday on night. The v- get the dirty VK in. <laughs> but what we used to do I... is put them all in 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 a in a bowl together. Yeah. It was very Malia. <laughs> I used to get um, w, blue WKD with a shot of vodka in the oh, top. That would be my little drink this, of choice. Right. That is so random that you said this. So I went to um, a corporate event on Friday that I was hosting. And um, we do a, a bingo part of it. And in, within that bingo, instead of numbers, we put in things that are associated with hung culture. And one of them was a blue wicked. Um, yeah. No word of a lie, I've never heard about this vodka in the shot of um, in, in the bottle of Blue Wicked. But this girl went, yeah, you have it. And you put a shot of vodka in it. And I was yeah, like, it's lovely. I was like, what the hell is this? Have a little sip, shot of vodka, and then put your finger on and shake it. Oh, love. Wouldn't that be lovely <laughs> for a little stupid night out? Um, I'm going to take a pause because I want you met somebody the other day. Yeah, oh, well, I met you the other day. Well, I mean, <laughs> but you did meet somebody a little bit more important than me the day. And when it came on Instagram, I did a small, please tell the people who you met. Uh, I met Kylie Minogue. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Actual kind of Go to his account, go to the internet account and look, the picture. You look like you look like you have been friends for twenty years. It was about twenty seconds at that point. <laughs> so what was she like? I need to know the following. Yeah. Did you look massive next to her because she's very tiny? Yes. Yes. Did she smell nice? She did. Um, oh. She had. Um, so at the pop up. So for context, I met her at her pop up shop, uh, which was in London for her brand new album, Tension, stream it now. Um, I feel like I'm a personal, like, PR. Do it, I love yeah, it. I love um, it. That's, that's me, we take that. Yeah. Ta- but do you know what? But, like, you met Kylie, you, take that, don't care about yeah, me. You yeah. carry on. <laughs> 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 carry, carry, carry. Um, yes, um, she had, we, we were all drinking uh, 0% Kylie wine, uh, Prosecco, which they were given out of the pop-up store, but she walked in and all of a sudden this beautifully crafted glass, she was there. She just was drinking her, her, her own wine. So she smelled a bit of wine, to be honest. <laughs> Kylie's a wine, I... Kylie's a wino, pass it on. Pass it on, put it on, put it, on, put it on the BBC News. Because when I saw the, the, we went to the BBC Two party in the park thing, she looks great. Does she look great up close yes, as well? Yes, she does. <gasps> she looks beautiful. She, and, 
I'm obviously very biased, but the she just oozes star quality. Yeah. It's just, it, I, I, you can't put a finger on it, what it is. Um, I mean, 35 years of my life, I've been obs- like obsessed with this woman. And I literally found out I was meeting her probably not... It, I didn't even know whether I was going to actually have a conversation with her. I no. just knew that we were going to be in the same room together. And I had about an hour to pull this together. Like oh. I was a bit like that. So the the people who I were with kind of alluded to the fact that she was going to come. And I was like, I mean, been running on my own at the, in the shop because my friend, we'd queued in the morning um, to go to the shop. But then unfortunately, when I got to the door, front door, I had to leave because it took so long to get from where we were in the queue to the front door and I had to go because I had to go and do this event. Um, yeah. And then luckily get managed to get back. So I was on my own in the pop-up shop um, and her team were just like, I, I've said it like on Instagram, they were just so, so amazing. Like if 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 a, if a pop star, I mean, uh, Kylie's renowned for being, you know, a really, really friendly person, but honestly, all the team around her were just, they were just, brilliant they were so so lovely um so at about I knew for about an hour that she was going to be coming and I was like 30 years of like what do you say like it's like coming into my head and I'm you know getting flustered thinking about it now and then we had you know we came in and then I managed to have a conversation with her she knew about Hansnet because we've done a lot of memes and stuff around the album because with Kylie's new album and you know the new campaign there's been a lot of meme worthy stuff especially with Padam and and the videos and the visuals so I've done a lot of memes which she's shared and liked previously and I've also done some work um on her BBC Sounds podcast so she knew about Hansnet which absolutely blew, blew my mind and it was only yesterday, luckily, because the Kylie fans are like really, really dedicated. Yeah. I had loads of people message me saying, I've got videos of you meeting her, you know, the people who oh. I'd never met in there. And yesterday, yesterday, I got sent a video because it was all it was all such a big blur. I got sent a video and I'm having a conversation with Kylie Minogue about Greg's sausage rolls. <laughs> because I because I'd done <laughs> I'd done a meme. <laughs> So in her tension video for for anyone, if you can try and visualize this, th- there's a bit where she's in a red wig and a silver dress, and she's yeah. pointing to something like that. And I turned that into a meme saying, "Me and Greg's telling the server which sausage roll I want." <laughs> so thirty years of loving this woman and thinking about this profound conversation that we were going to have, and I'm talking to her about a Greg sausage roll. Oh, do you know what? I think that's perfect, though. Yeah. She, she just looks so happy. In any footage I've seen her at these events, she just looks so happy. Yeah. And it's so nice to think that somebody who's so big is so yeah. lovely. Because you can meet some Z-listers who, to be honest, are asses. Yeah. And that's probably why they're still Z-listers. And when the big people are really nice, that's, like, just just the best, in it? Yeah, so it, it, was a very, it was a very crazy week for me that week because for anybody who's doesn't follow Hansnet. We're kind of obsessed with pop culture and anything that kind of kicks off, um, you know, in the media, providing that it's light-hearted, we sort of hop on. So one of the big things, obviously, in the last couple of years has been the Wagatha Christie trial. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know where I'm going with this, don't you? I know. I saw her and me and my sister must have said dot, 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 a virus. (laughs) 50 times to each other. So for context, Rebecca Vardy was there. Now, um, as I mentioned earlier with the whole Hun thing, it is about gently ribbing and laughing with. Um, and Wagatha Christie has been such a massive part of, you know, Hun culture over the last couple of years. Um, and then somebody, my friend Amy messaged me and was like, you're not going to believe this, Rebecca Vardy's here. And I was like, oh my God, you know, this is like yeah. crazy because, you know, whatever happened between Colleen and, and, and Rebecca is their business. And we've just been spectating on it, you know, and speculating and everything like that, you know, the, Rebecca's never done anything to me personally so you know so to meet her or anything like that would be iconic for me you know it'd be brilliant well I saw her in the afternoon and I was a bit like right well I hate going over can I get a picture without any context you know and she seemed to be surrounded by lots of footballers I thought she was kind of like surrounded a little bit because me and my sister eating a pizza just looks very pretty doesn't (laughs) she she? she's stunning um well you know it was it was a festival you know we're getting geared up for Kylie Minogue a couple of pints quite a lot of pints, uh, <laughs> loads of pints. Um, and I said to my friends, I went, two more pints. I said, and I'm going to go and ask her for a picture. Yeah. 
And then she got up and started walking and I just, luckily our paths crossed. And luckily the people who she were with, was with, the, the guys who she was with recognised me. I was like, oh my God. So it was kind of... It was kind of an organic situation, but what I will yeah. what I will say about Rebecca is she was lovely. She said she went, "Oh, I know you make the memes." She said, "Just don't take the piss out of me too much." She was like, "I don't." Oh, that's nice. She was, but she was like, I, "She was like, I don't really care." She was like, "And I think you know we've got we have to remember here that Rebecca's a, a really savvy person because she has yeah. she has trademarked Wagatha Christie now, which <gasps> I think is iconic. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's iconic, and actually. Um, she's inspired me to do some more trademarking on some of the stuff that I'm doing. I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. So if anybody's going to try and <laughs> trademark a cocky tea, I own it. <laughs> I own the trademark cocky tea. You and Paris Hilton with Fetch. Is that what yeah, she yeah, knows? Oh, Sliving. Is it Sliving? Sliving. Yeah. There's a few that she. Yeah. There's a few that she owns, and it's Sliving. Yeah. Um, I thought Rebecca Vardy looked great, and I said to my sister, like, you got to have balls to turn up to a big, massive yeah. festival with thousands of people who could potentially not be very nice to you. Yeah, so this is the thing. So for me, getting the picture of Rebecca and, and you know, putting it up for my followers, you know, like 99.99999% was like, this is iconic, brilliant, oh my God, because we've followed the story, we've watched yeah. the dramas, I went to watch the play, which is out there of this. <gasps> yeah. You know. So we, it's all been part of our lives because of the way the media has, has reported on it and the plays and the dramas, we've been allowed into this story. So it is a fascinating story. Yeah. So when I put the picture up, as I said, 99.99% of people were like, oh my God, this is iconic. Do you know what I mean? As as I do. And then some people were like, Gareth, this is not the serve that you think it is. And and uh, why are you having a picture with her? And and think which I'm deleting comments and I'm like, I'm like, Colleen's not going to fuck you guys. Like, get over it. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, it's it's none of your business. It's none, it's, none it's, of... it's pop. It's a pop culture moment, yeah, isn't it? And a, I I yeah. I love a lot of pop culture. I I don't know if you watch Real Housewives and stuff like that, but there's always drama going on in those places. Yes. And you know what? If Tom Tom Sandoval came in now, I'd have a picture with him. Yeah. Everybody hates him. Yeah. I'd meet him. Have um, a little chat. Are you a? Do you like all the franchises of Housewives? The only ones I don't watch, I don't watch Cheshire, uh, um, and I don't watch. Um, I have dipped in. There's is the one in the Isle of Wight or somewhere, but oh, everything else. Jersey. That's it. I watch. I watch them all. Well, love them all. Maybe um, this is a bit of an ex- exclusive. I'm, we're actually. Um, oh. I'm in. I'm in an episode coming up of Real Housewives of Cheshire. I know you don't watch it, but um, I'll watch it now. Yes, it's it's coming up, and I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. I was when we went to film it. I thought I was going to have a supporting role, background sort of thing, just yeah. a hello. Um, it doesn't quite go like that. So, oh, yeah. oh, I'll definitely watch it. I've just never. I I just stick to. For me, I like to watch things that's not in a different country. Yeah, you know, far like, away like from your reality. Yeah. Yeah, like Beverly Hills or, you know, things that I've, I can't really get to. Yeah. I find that quite fascinating. Oh, my gosh, I love it. Well, I'm definitely going to watch. Um, I want to know your first crush. My first crush, I always knew I was gay because I knew my fancy Jason more than Kylie. <laughs> <laughs> you were like... <laughs> so I'm not quite right here. I'm, I'm... Jason Donovan came on the... T- uh, I was watching Top of the Pops 19... 19- no, it was a stock aching and waterman promo. Yes, I'm trying to find. Yes, so good. And um, Jason Donovan came on it singing "Sealed with a Kiss," and I said to my twelve year old, "I was like, isn't he gorgeous?" I was like, "He was is gorgeous." Yeah. Blonde, floppy hair. He had, I think, he had double denim on, but it was white denim oh. and black boots. And I was like, he was. I forgot how gorgeous he was. Stunner. Yeah, I remember he was the first concert that we ever went to. I remember he was touring with, the, I think it was the Ten Good Reasons tour. If my, I oh. must have been like, I have to be eight to remember that. I was about eight years old. Ten Good Reasons tour, and I remember for Christmas we got tickets to see him, and it was I think it was in like the the October the next year at New <laughs> at Newport Centre um, in South Wales, and I remember going and 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 queuing up with there was a there was a big group of us. It wasn't just me on my own, <laughs> eight year old queuing up for Jason Donovan. But it was the first concert that I ever I can remember seeing, and I think that was one of the things I I. I don't know what it was like for you when you were younger, but going to a concert was such a massive thing. You know, I don't know whether te- teenagers do it. it. Do teenagers do it anymore? I take my, I'm te- the, the fights I fought, I've managed to get 
Harry Styles tickets and taking my daughter to that. That nearly killed me. The Taylor Swift, trying to get Taylor Swift tickets mm. was like, I had to like, it was almost like I was starting to sell off limbs. Yeah. <laughs> and then Olivia Rodrigo tickets, but my sister managed to get us Olivia yeah. Rodrigo tickets. So I do take my daughter because I just think there's something so wonderful about mass yeah. people all celebrating the same. It's like religion, isn't it? Like all celebrating the same. It's exactly I that. Just never... Exactly that. I think that, um, did you see Beyonce? I didn't. I have seen Beyonce before, yeah. but not this time, no. I think Beyonce is like evergreen. You like, Everybody loves Beyonce, you know, I think at, at some points, obviously there's varying level of degrees to how much some people love her, but she's always been sort of like a constant in my life with Destiny's Child and stuff like that. But going and watching that concert, it was, oh, I don't want to be... It was life changing. Like, no, I know yeah. it sounds that. No, that sounds weird. But because going to watch Jason Donovan back in in the day, and it was a guitar, and there was a poster up, and there was a little backdrop, and you know, to what this has evolved into, you know, take just the production on this thing, you know. And I was when we when we got tickets, I got them in February. We were on holiday at the time in Sharm El Sheikh, like trying to get trying to get um, tickets like that. Trying to get yeah, yeah. and it's like you are now four thousand. Yeah. So, so we got them yeah we, we were like oh we've got to be at the front we've got to be at the front but the way she produced that show for anybody who's seen it I'm sure loads of you have you could literally sit in the next postcode and as long as you can see that screen yeah. I, I wanted to go and watch it again just to watch it from a from the back you know it was one of those things yeah. where I think it was it, to watch it from the back would have been even better I just love it me and my sister because we we love Madonna we're going to Madonna's greatest hits tour but it's the opening night because, you know, she cancelled loads and it's the opening night. And I just hope by the time this goes out, you'll know if I saw or not, because I just yeah. hope she's going to do it. I've just got a, I've just got a sneaking suspicion that it might not happen, but it's supposed to be happening. Opening night, Madonna and I will probably cry. I think I'm going the opening night. Because usually like now, if you're Harry Styles, oh, I've seen 55 million TikToks, yeah. I ain't got a clue. Yeah. I'm hoping she's okay. <laughs> I think she, yeah, I think she she was. Uh, do you know where there's a cynic, the, the cynic in me says that she was putting the tour together. Um, it was obviously due to start around the same time as Beyonce. Uh, no. Yeah, so so obviously, obviously Beyonce, I think, started in May and Madonna yeah. was supposed to start in July. And I think Madonna has been such a pioneer in music and live performance. The cynic in me says, and and I mean this with the utmost respect for Madonna. She's looked at that and gone, "We can do better." <gasps> That's a, because because Madonna, you know, Madonna is not going to have a second-rate show to anybody. Do you know what I mean? Is she? I just look. I've seen her a few times. I've been to see her in plays, and she walked past me once, and I thought I was going to pass away yeah. because she is. Madonna. That's somebody I'd really like to meet, but I do worry that she might be a bit mean if I met her. I'm not sure she'd be as friendly as Kylie Madonna. It depends on what day you get her, I suppose. So I go to Barry's boot camp um, in Houston and um, her son is in there all the time, Ooh. Rocco. And he's like, I mean, never really had a chat, but he, mm. you know, you see the way that he is with people and he he seems really lovely uh and he can outrun me on the treadmill which is fuming oh. yeah. i was i was in there with harry styles once as well yeah nothing happens in birmingham nobody's ever bloody uh, alison hammond i've seen her in next in solid that's <laughs> as excited as it got <laughs> in london do you remember they used to have the met bar back in the 90s no. no, was it really? No, no like Ch China White. Do you remember, like the, the oh yeah, 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 China. Or you go to Stringfellas. Exactly, all the <laughs> places. Yeah. Well, in 2023, if you want a celeb spot in London, you need to go to Barry's Boot Camp on use in Euston. Um, because yeah, I've seen loads of people there. Who who else was seen? Um, Harry Styles. Harry Styles. Um, he's he's he used to go in there a couple of times. David Beckham and Brooklyn. I've seen <gasps> seen in there. Harry Styles has got it. The, the moms. And the kids yeah. can fancy him both at the same time. It's like this real sweet, yeah. like... And also, because he likes older ladies, I feel like I stand a chance. This is it, hon. This is it. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what my logic is. <laughs> okay, so first question with Jason Donovan. I want to know about your biggest fashion faux pas. Oh, I had a lot. So um, <laughs> my relationship with hair uh, was, was a tricky one, put it that way. Okay. Um, I, I sort of dyed it every colour. I had the mohawks. I had the this, that and the other. Uh, you know the frosted tips, the shoe shines, the flat tops. I've had um, I've had it all going on. Um, so there's been a lot of hair faux pas. 
<laughs> back in the day, I mean, I wear contact lenses now, but back in the day, I used to wear glasses. Um, and I did actually look, when I started to lo lose my hair, I really, really, the, with my glasses I had on at the time, I really did look like Alan Carr back in the day. <laughs> um, There's nothing wrong no, with nothing Alan Carr. Carr. I literally looked like him. <laughs> um, and the thing is, I, um, I don't have Facebook. I haven't had Facebook for a number of years. Um, which, if anybody is listening, don't delete Facebook because you will be like, just just delete everything. Don't delete your profile because it comes back to haunt me. It's just so interweaved oh, into so many no. things. Oh, yeah. No. Top tip for you there, Huns. Um, yeah. So anyway, um, before before I got that, there is like horrendous pictures of me in some sort of cargo pant and. You know, we all everybody loved a cargo pant. Did you have one with like a snake up it or some sort of dragon? Yeah, dragon. Um, the Adidas poppers, but all some of those things that that that, that were around at the time, they they've sort of come back, and I kind of like them. They've all come yeah. back. Yeah, my daughter's often rocking a combat. She wants a um. Von Dutch hat. Oh, I've got one. She Where's my Von Dutch hat? I've got one. I've, <laughs> got she... I wear a Von Dutch hat. I've got one here. She wants a Von Dutch hat, and she wants a G. She would. She would sell me to get a juicy couture tracksuit she really wants a juicy couture tracksuit that's like what like the app because everybody expect i never had none of that when i was no. younger like my mom was, i had like a don don vutch one from like spain that bomb bitch <laughs> yeah like a fake one feeling around like you know tenerife but no i didn't have but yeah she wants all that so is there anything that, that you wore then that you'd wear now oh god yeah like i mean some of the combats that i had back in the day you know, with some of the tassels on and stuff like that. If I found them in a charity shop, the original like Adidas poppers and stuff like that, I would definitely. Yeah, I had an Adidas. I got one in a, like a pale blue Adidas. Did you um, get a kappa jacket as well? I didn't have a kappa jacket, but I had a stussy hat. <laughs> you know, the ones that go back to like Samuel L. Jackson wears. <laughs> I was like, why don't boys fancy me? And I'm in my Adidas tracksuit with a stussy hat on. <laughs> I don't understand this. No, that was like a birthday present. I had a, a stussy hat. Yeah. No, I didn't have a kappa jacket. And did you have NAF NAF in yes. Wales? Did that, yeah. Then there was like a market spin off called NAFCO 54. NAFCO 54 classic. Yeah. So I got. It's, uh, it's really weird because that there used to be like jackets, didn't there? And they would they would be like yeah. the coloured threading on the back. Um, yeah, we used to go to Chepstow Market quite a lot on a Sunday, and and it would be like full of of stuff like uh, do mark do clothes markets like that. Do you remember like back in the day there were like big clothes markets? Do they still happen? I used to, I used to go to Wil Wilton Market in Erdington, and I get like a knockoff bra t shirt <laughs> or an Afco fifty four. Like I don't know. Like, Spliffy, do you remember Spliffy, Spliffy as yeah. well? They had a, <laughs> walking around, walking around with somebody with a, you know, promoting. <laughs> when you're 14, it's a bit like it's a bit strange, really. But we're like, yeah, I'm in, I'm in, got my Spliffy top on. Uh, um, yeah, I don't know about my, I don't know if they get done now for like trademarking oh God, and yeah. whatnot. I think, well, it's all everybody just goes to Turkey now instead of the markets, don't they? Yeah, and get the fake bags and stuff like that. Um, Erin got a fake for twelve euros, a fake Eve Saleron white handbag. By the time I got home, it had just <laughs> it like disintegrated. I think it was made of cardboard. It just it had Eve San Lagan. It had Eve It had just literally melted. There was just nothing left, and she was she was so sad. But I was like, well, it's you know that's what happens. Okay, what was your biggest teenage success? moving away uh, you know we're still yeah. in my teens uh because i th the one thing that i and i'm sure this this is not synonymous just with wales where i was from i've, I've been lucky enough to go and live all around the world and, and 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 do stuff and do some amazing things and you know live in some crazy places i wouldn't have done that if i hadn't have made that leap to to leave early on because i see that a lot of people, you know, particularly friends of mine that are from school, you know, they they still drink in the same pubs that yeah the, the, the families did, and it's a generational thing, which is absolutely fine. But for me, it was it was very much like I wanted to I wanted to see a bit more of the world, you know, and I, that was a big success to of, of taking that leap of faith and 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 going. You know, it's not not necessarily leaving somewhere, but it, it was the wanting to go and explore other places if you could go back and tell 14 year old gareth something what would it be stop dyeing your hair 
with cheap hair dye. <laughs> Stop dye. And also you will meet Kylie. You will, just, yeah, yeah. Just just hang on. Do you know what? It's so funny because after this meeting Kylie situation, I've had loads of DMs from people I haven't spoken to in years, you know. But because you know, like with, with social media these days, you don't need to speak to people because you know what's going yeah. on in, in people's lives. And they're like, I'm so happy for you because even, yeah. even people who were in my life back then knew knew how obsessed I I, I was with her. I am with her. Um, it just it just also because I feel similar about Gary Barlow yeah. and mum's net got me to meet him and in my back I was just thinking I just want one nice photo yeah. just just the one and I managed to get the one nice photo and I was like oh, I can relax. it's relax so funny now. you should say so that because yeah, that's exactly because because going back to what I was saying earlier I didn't know I was going to be having a one-on-one yeah. interaction with her and then uh, <laughs> Full disclosure, I, I, I'm going to have a conversation about something that happened to me last week. I met Peter Crouch last week, right? Okay, yeah. I know I'm going off on a tangent here, but we were, but we're both really, really tall. I'm six four. He's, yeah, really tall. Yeah, he's really yeah. tall. Yeah, he's six seven. And whenever I go to a party, there's always a conversation about I'm the tallest person at the party. So when I went to this event and Peter Crouch is there, towering over me, I was like. I need to have a picture. Yeah. So bear in mind that he was really, really busy. And Abby, uh, his gorgeous, gorgeous wife, yeah, she gorgeous. was just oh, another level, stunning. She took the picture and we, we it was literally, I was like, Peter, can we have, get a picture? Da, da, da. Now, because I've got hooded eyes as well, um, <laughs> we had a light directly above us. So going back to that point of saying that you need to get that, you get this one chance to get a good picture. Well, we got the yeah. picture and it's literally like we're covered in darkness. Now I don't doctor my pictures on, on online. There's no point. You know what I mean? Um, but I was like, Oh my God, I got the picture. I wanted to do a funny caption with it. And then put this filter on it, which, <laughs> which I didn't really look and uploaded it. And because he had a big white smile, I had a big white smile. It literally looked that I had looked like we had tipexed our teeth. And every, <laughs> everyone absolutely rinsed me for it. So I was like, I was in a bar called the Friendly Society, which is in which is underground at the time. And the Wi-Fi was intermittent. I'm going to my boyfriend. I'm like, I need to get upstairs to get this picture down because we literally looked like. Um, but then I must have had a couple of drinks because, well, no, I know I had a couple of drinks because <laughs> the Marks and Spencer's event is 8% cans. Looking, at, I look back at that picture and I'm like, oh my God, like it literally doesn't even look like me. Do you know what I mean? No. Uh, but because he's got a big white smile, I've got a big white smile. It, we look like we've tipexed <laughs> our tea. So don't filter. That's my, that's my. Don't You just, when you're in these situations, I just want that. I just want the one good. With Gary, I actually said, I actually, I can't believe it. I said, "Do you mind if we just move to a bit of better light?" <laughs> I was like, "Could we just, just go over it?" Because there was like some professional. I was like, "Could we just move a little bit?" And he did it. I was like, "Got the picture." I was like, "So pleased." Um, are you? Because social media is heavily both of our yeah. jobs. Are you glad you grew up without it, or do you wish you had it there? Yeah, I think I, I'm glad I grew up without it. Um, because, I mean, a big part of what Hun culture is for 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 us being this age I think is we were from a time where we didn't have the social media so a lot of the references that I pull from are from that time before and I think the one thing which I love particularly about our age category and social media now is that when we were growing up a lot of our experiences that happened to us you know a groovy chick bedroom a fiber optic lamp all of those sorts of things we all thought because there was no way of seeing it mass out to, to the world that that was only happening to us. We did. We all thought it was just like individual experience yeah. with my yeah. forever friends. You know, <laughs> yeah. But I think what's <laughs> what's been great about social media and we're reconnecting with people on these experiences that weren't shared so overtly online, the pandemic, I think, has, has, has just really stoked a... a a thing for this nostalgia, you know, nostalgia and people harping back to a time where they were they they felt good and particularly in the Hun culture space and and stuff. It's a, just a really nice warm hug. You know? Yeah, it's like it's it's a not it, oh it's not just yeah me. exactly that yeah, yeah it's not just me when I do polls and stuff like uh, favorite potato but you know put a lot of birds eye potato waffles or whatever like oh, 
Swampers for two and French bread pizza and stuff yeah. like that. If we had social media back then, it would have been so overexposed. Yeah. We, when I go see Madonna, I don't know what that concert's going to be like. And that would have been the same when I went to see Bronx yeah. when I was nine. Because yeah. I wouldn't have known. I'd have just turned up and gone, oh, like Matt's in his pants, which is yeah. weird with hindsight. <laughs> but, you know, we didn't know. I didn't, I'm sure Madonna will be in her Yeah, yeah. Well, I might be in mine. But, uh, we... <laughs> well, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. I have loved... There's nothing more than a love celeb stories. Oh. They're my favourite, and you've bought you've bought numerous. Oh, hon, I've got I've got loads more. We should all tune into uh, Real Housewives of Cheshire. Yes, yes, have a look at that. I think it's on sort of November time. It's the it's the yeah. Pride special. Maybe I need to maybe I need to catch it from the because I don't think there's been that many seasons. Maybe I need to catch it from the beginning so I'm all up to date with it. Yeah, women falling out, looking fabulous, and going to parties. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, and there's no other space. Real Housewives are brilliant because it's women in their 40s, 50s and 60s, sometimes 70s, mm-hmm. getting drunk, falling out, making loads of money, getting boyfriends. And you don't see that no. anywhere. That's the only place you can see women who are older living their best life, not looking like old ladies. Yeah. And I just love it. Right, Gareth, I will speak to you very soon. And thank you very much. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much. Who knew so many lovely, wonderful people worked in Pomptons? Not me. Actually, I did probably because I love a Pomptons and I love a Butlins. Everybody there has got... I'd be like, oh, I would have just loved to be in a red coat. I just think I would have been an absolutely ace. I'd have been up there doing wig, wham, bam and agadoo. Do you remember all them? Oh, maybe we need an episode on holiday camps because they were a proper staple back when I was young. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And as I mentioned at the beginning... I am hosting a little event. It's a charity online quiz for the Birmingham Children's Hospital. It's £10 per family, not per person. On Zoom, really fun. There's going to be a 90s boy band round in it. And it's just a proper, proper good laugh. Really nice and easy. Everybody can interact. You kind of answer the questions on your phone. We chat in the chat. Um, you can ask us questions, the whole family. And it's just brilliant. So I'll leave a link in the description to not only all of Gareth's socials, but also a link to the quiz. I think we've got about 10 or 15 tickets left. And also, we've been thinking about maybe doing a live show. So would you like me to do a live podcast, a live recording of a podcast next year? What do you think? I think that'd be kind of fun. Let me know. Whatever you're doing this week, have a fantastic week and I'll see you next week for another episode. Bye, guys. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.